All right. Well, hello. Welcome. Welcome back. Hopefully, I don't sound like total crap. <laughs> not total. Not total crap. Okay, slight crap. I'll take it. I'll take it. I fought a cold this week, and I won. I am victorious. My immune system is stronger. Congratulations. Thank you. I take my victories where I can get them. Proud of you. <laughs> they don't come often, so when they do, I really celebrate them. <laughs> Um, of course with Jackson, because he's the only person that wants to come on this podcast, which means it's super successful. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> I don't have a choice. I love, love talking about nerd shit with you. Yep, and surprise people, we're going to talk more about the Batman, because more casting stuff keeps happening. Uh, and that's what we're going to talk about. Um, when was the last person... When did we last do this? Who was last cast? Uh, I think we talked about the... Uh, it was Alfred, Colin right? Farrell and Alfred... And we failed to mention Paul Dano as the Riddler. <laughs> we failed to talk about Paul. Yep, yep. And then, uh, uh, and since then, uh, John Turturro, Carmine Falcone. Yep. And and Peter Pete- Sarsgaard in a role that they didn't officially announce, but like right around when Matt Reeves tweeted, Peter Sarsgaard tweeted uh, this picture of himself with half his head shaved. So Harvey Dent, Two Face, has to be. Like, pretty like, sure what he's else a really cool be? actor. We'll look it up right now. I'm excited about that. It'll redeem his crazy Hector Hammond performance from uh, Green Lantern. Oh God, that whole movie needs to be redeemed. Yeah, well, you know, they did their best. They did what they could. They did what they could. But um, <laughs> yeah, so casting's coming along. Now we just have to keep waiting for the actual movie to I'm start. I'm so excited for that. I want to see that suit so bad. <sighs> There's all this stuff about how it's, like, this modern interpretation of, like, the Adam West suit. Like, those... I've heard that, too. Blue and gray and, like, all that stuff. Like, I'm so interested to see them attempt that in a... Like, with a big budget. Like, actually make it, like... Yeah. It's gonna be... Yeah. It's gonna be super curious, because if the suit... They take big steps with it, which I hope they do. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not just the same, like, like, gray armor we've seen in the past. Mm Mm-hmm. It'll be hard to like. I was so excited when they first showed us uh, Affleck's suit. Yeah, they did the fat bat. Um, like all this, like blue and like or the black and gray mm-hmm. sort of, like color scheme, and I love those like Frank Miller super short ears and. Yep. You know, ultimately that suit was padded to a degree, degree that was crazy to look at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but like the basic concept of it was so cool. It was. Um, it was a nice suit, and yeah. it just. I get depressed talking about those, but there's a Snyder Cut, and it's coming, and it's going to happen. <sighs> Stop it. It's real. Like, I, I have no doubt that it's real, but also, like, also, I've seen the movies that Zack Snyder had full control of, and it's not like I think that this is going to be this masterpiece. I think it's going to be, like, a weird... I will I'm very s- interested to see it. I will say it would be hard to be worse than what they put out. That's true. Because what they put out... It'll just hurt. be bad in a different way. <laughs> yes. But I won't have to stare at, like, a fuzzy face of Superman. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I wonder if Superman's even fucking in it. Yeah, he is, I think. Was fucking in it? Well, wasn't their whole... Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Him and Lois Lane in the bathtub. Oh, yeah, I forgot. How could you forget? <laughs> I tried to put it out of my brain. And hairy-chested love god Henry Cavill. <laughs> <laughs> really? You're, You're not into Henry Cavill? Absolutely not. Huh. Really? Not my cup of tea. I think he's a very handsome man. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think you're in the minority on that one. 
I always think of him now with that mustache in Mission Impossible 6. Sweet mustache. When he gets in that dope bathroom fight and he does that thing where he, like, cocks his arms. Yes, even though... And, like, something pointed out, like, an editing mistake in that scene is that his sleeves come back when he does it. Oh, really? And I haven't been able to watch it since. They probably just slide down because he does it so much. <laughs> He's stronger than his shirt. I think it was, like, they were rolled up and then he did it in, like... After he did it, they were long again, oh, and like yeah. I just I couldn't unsee it. Yeah, I only saw that movie the one time in the theater, and that was, was enough. But I really really liked it. It was good. It was a really good movie, and Tom Cruise is a crazy bastard who does his own stunts. And fucking fun. That's like the reason to see them at this point. Is that you know? You're like he's I doing wonder them. if I'm gonna be like, what's gonna be the one? What's gonna be the moment where you're like, oh, that's when Tom Cruise died, <laughs> famously <laughs> filming this scene where he's. I don't know what at this point. Oh my god, the insurance on his life must be insane. <laughs> Just because, like, if he dies doing a stunt, that's it. Like, Mission Possible 7's done. Apparently he broke the fuck out of his ankle. I believe uh, it. Doing that roof running stuff in I the I totally last believe it. Yeah. And the shots in the movie. Is it? Yeah. That's the best. And, like, it's one shot, so he breaks his ankle and then keeps running. Like, oh! <laughs> it's kind of like uh, Django Unchained when fucking... Uh, he breaks glass. He breaks the glass and slices his hand open, yeah. Leo. And then just uses it. He uses his blood as a prop. I mean, good honestly, old, it's a power move. Good old Leo. He does it on his forehead, and he doesn't... You've on... seen that, right? Yes. Oh, God, yes. Okay, so NCW is doing... Uh, what, is it, what are they calling it? Crisis on... Crisis on Infinite Earths? Yes. And, that's what it... and it has everything I've ever wanted. All the Supermen are back. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's a... Uh, they reached out to Nick Cage to play an alternate universe really? Superman. Um, so if, that, if they've managed to actually do that and keep it a secret, like, that's going to be... That'd be insane. Can't watch. Can't wait to watch the YouTube clips from this because I'm not gonna watch these shows. <laughs> You're not gonna watch them. I'll, I'll watch them. <laughs> the fact that they actually gave Kevin Conroy a live action Bruce. Yeah, I've it's been so for good. That for a while, when he was younger, like Kevin Conroy probably would have made a pretty good Bruce Wayne, like a live action Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited for it. Uh, and then they brought Smallville, Superman World back, which mm-hmm. would be interesting. Brandon Routh. Brandon Routh is back, although he plays another character in that universe. Yeah, he plays the Atom. Yes. And he also, but he's also playing a Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come Superman. Superman, which like the showrunner, I guess, did an interview. They're like, yeah, this is just Chris, the future of Chris Reeves Superman. Like he's playing that part. That's cool. I was like, that's interesting. Because he does look like Chris Reeves. Yeah, I mean that's why he got hired. Exactly. <laughs> that's what that movie is. Yeah. Hey, movie. remember this? <laughs> it, literally, that's. <sighs> yeah, we do, and it was better than this. Yeah, it was. It, it blew my mind, like watching that Superman Returns, and then watching the original Superman. I'm like, it literally should just been called Superman. Remember this? Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? Something off about him though. Like he's not Chris Reeve. He's cre- well, he's too creepy. <laughs> Uh, listen, Superman the movie is... had him spying on Lois through the walls, so it's not but his like, fault. The, line, the, the way he delivers lines, I don't know. Like, Chris Reeve has this whole thing where he's like, well, I hope this little incident hasn't put you off flying. Oh, yeah. And then Brandon Routh has the same line, and you're like, uh... No, I'm not buying it. I don't trust you. I'm going to ride trains. <laughs> I would probably believe Lex Luthor about his Superman, where you're like, yeah, he is an alien. He is weird. We, we can't, we <laughs> I'm can't, on his side. We can't trust him. Henry Cavill does that. Like, Henry Cavill... Did he do a... F- line like that in any of this so henry cavill doesn't fucking talk to people <laughs> it's true he's he just slams people through buildings because <sighs> when he does talk he does have that same kind of like demeanor of like yeah he just I, it, it you said you watched that interview tells I sent people you? to save martha <laughs> did you watch the interview i sent you uh no i haven't watched it yet oh, okay it's basically him talking about the role of superman mm-hmm. uh and like the interview is like going a little like 
fanboy on him, but once you get past that, he just kind of like goes. He of course talks about the Snyder Cut. Cause like, stop talking, talking to me, nerd. Yeah, no, like he goes a little hard. He's like, you're like, uh, you're like the best Superman I've seen. Yada yada yada. You're made for the role, and he does look like Superman. He does. What I like about it is he cares about the role so much. Yeah. Like he's like. They were asking, like, you know, is that Snyder Cut real? And he goes, I haven't seen it. He goes, I know something's out there. Yeah. He Probably goes, Jason Momoa saw it. Jason Momoa saw it, and I think Gal Gadot saw it. Oh, really? I think. I haven't heard her speak about it. She was the first one that started tweeting. She just tweeted, hashtag, release the Snyder Cut, and she started, like, most of it, I think. Mm. Um, and then I think Ben Affleck's seen it. Uh, <laughs> I would be surprised if they convinced Ben Affleck to sit down and watch a three-hour. <laughs> I think that's why he's so fucking he seems salty so in the fucking reshoots. Done with this shit. Yeah, well, that's why he's like, if you watch the, uh, he looks just fucking over it. Yeah. And I think because he liked what they had. Yeah. Well, I think there's a part of me that really thinks after Batman v Superman came out, he was so like, yeah. Like he th- he thought he was so confident in what they were doing. Yeah. Because there's no way he would have done it if he wasn't convinced it would have been great. Because yeah. he, he can't, had to come out of the other side of Daredevil, yeah. like he had to be so embarrassed. This this is this is not as bad as Daredevil. Daredevil's, Justice League, I think Justice League is as bad. Justice as League, Batman vs Superman isn't on that level. No, it's different. It's not Daredevil bad. Daredevil is hard to watch now. Yeah, it's real bad. Like Batman vs Superman is hard for me to watch too. I don't mind it. It's Justice League is hard because again I'm looking at the. Again, when Superman popped up with that CGI face, that was terrible. There's a movie where they make Robert De Niro look like he's 30 again. <laughs> and Let's not get into that. <laughs> and they my could buddy do a just face. Sent, my buddy just sent me a fucking picture. From, and he's like, it's me, Robert De Niro, who's definitely 30 years old. <laughs> and it looks better than whatever the fuck that was. It's the same as Sam Jackson in like Captain Marvel, where they do the face, and it looks super convincing. But like when they show him running, you're like, yeah, that's a 70-year-old man. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Don't do not do that. <laughs> they show him these like, wide shots, and he's all hunched over. Like, Robert <laughs> You don't don't show them doing physical things. It's me things. in my physical prime. Or like there was no, it's uh, not. Stop lying to me, Marty. There's a Rogue One where they brought back an entire dead character. Yeah, that's bad too. That would yeah, doing it's questionable. But I mean, I guess whatever. Well, but it looks fact, bad. It looked better than the. It looks bad in Rogue One. It looks better than the fuzzy face that is Henry Cavill. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that looks good. I'm just saying that. I would, if they had that level of CGI on that face, it wouldn't be as bad. <laughs> it wouldn't be as Just, upset. like, give him a beard, or don't do it, do something else, yeah. Well, they, the entire reason they even did it was because they're like, Josh Whedon's like, this calls for reshoots, because I know what I'm doing. He didn't. I do, Spoiler like, there's, like, moments that I know are pure Whedon that I appreciate with that Superman. Like... He made. The, he really tries to like he go kind of old school Superman. With he, yeah, he made everything brighter. He made him, I guess, more optimistic. But he's got that line. Cost? He's like, "Well, I believe in truth, but I also believe in justice." Yeah. Like this is cheesy in the best possible way. At what cost, though, Jackson? At what cost? <laughs> <laughs> like, like it would have been something that's either like so dark that it seems like a joke, or <laughs> yeah, it, that's what how I feel about Batman v Superman. Like, I feel like I'm watching dark. a parody. It's of dark. like grim dark. It's legit dark too. Like Superman every shot movies. is just like dark. Like there's never and like I love that and the cheesiest thing about that universe is I love that Gotham and uh Metropolis are next door neighbors, but like, like why? There's also like apparently across the river and you're just in monsoon season. Like depressing dark monsoon season. You go to the other side and it's like fucking California. It's like <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They like they, so many things Zack Snyder did to like world build don't make any sense to me. 
that was that was the roughest thing because I'm like, if Superman is just chilling in Metropolis and Gotham's right here, he he's could like, just oh, hop I don't over. Go, I don't go over there. I don't cross that river. They've got their own guy. I'll go take care of some drug dealers in Brazil, but I'm not going to Gotham. I don't go to Gotham. Gotham's too much for me. <laughs> Sex traffickers are getting branded over there. <laughs> yeah, it's. I just want to see it. I want to see it, and they should. What they should do is the moment DC streaming and HBO Max fuck or whatever and they make the HBO Max. <laughs> yeah. Just have it be uh it's on the site. The you want to watch a, it? That's the rumor that's going around. It'd be smart. And I'll definitely watch it. I'd subscribe. Um yeah, well they're going to do they're trying to do like a Green Lantern series on that HBO Max service and a uh That would be pretty smart too, I think. Some of the characters that people were pissed weren't in like Justice League. They're trying to do an Adam Strange series, which sounds cool to me. I like Adam Strange. Yeah. I just like jetpacks and like cool art deco helmets. That yeah, they So if they're not gonna make another Rocketeer, I'll watch Adam Strange. If they treat this like Disney's treating well, hopefully Disney treats Disney Plus just as well. But uh if they treat it as like a place for like fun off one off stories and movies, that'd yeah. be fantastic. They have yeah. the balls to do stuff. Like if that's where Batman Beyond lives, perfect. I'm waiting for them to really sack up and do some fun stuff with Batman like that. Like, they've been so iffy about letting him show up in other live-action media. Yeah. Um, like, I'm surprised they're taking it as far as they are in um, Crisis on Infinite Earths. They're going, yeah. There's. Um, I wonder if... Because no one's actually in the suit, right? No, like, you see the suit... It's all just hanging. Hanging, yeah. I think like maybe that's... Kevin Conroy's probably be hanging, yeah. which I wonder what suit he'll have. It looks like... It's in that picture... That oh, I was just it? showed you, like, in the background, it's all cobwebbed up. Oh, okay. Um, and it just looks like the same prop suit that they had at the beginning of Batwoman that she, like, modifies into her oh, okay. suit. Looks better than that fucking suit at the end of Gotham, at least. <laughs> that, like, weird paper mache mask. Yeah, I don't know why they just... Go to co- just go to a fucking like, Halloween what store. What is this? <laughs> That's what they did. Uh, there's an episode in the first season of Titans where Batman's in it, but only in, like, these fleeting moments. And you can tell they just bought a, like, Batman mask it's good enough and put him in it well they do this thing because it's got like those tim burtony like point flaps oh. but they don't like glue it down so you see him fighting like in silhouette and the flaps of the oh no are like flapping up on the side oh no like, this looks bad it's like that episode of uh take two seconds and like glue this thing down it's like that episode of game of thrones when uh john snow pulls out his sword and it's like it's shit like bends oh really yeah like he, he like it's this epic scene where like all these people are coming at him and he's gonna die he's like i'm gonna take down as many as i can first mm-hmm. pulls out his sword and the sword wobbles because it's the prop sword and they didn't catch it oh my god and so it's that's just, wild and it's just this dramatic shot and the sword's just wobbling as he pulls it out rough and you're like oof so, but it was like only like a second or two. Poor John Snow. When was this? What season was? Oh, uh, that was the Battle of the Bastards. Oh. So that was season what's fucking five? I don't know. I'm like I'm I'm super not cut up on Game of Thrones at this point. Knowing how it ends, I, I don't know if I'm ever gonna catch it. Right, yeah, that's, that's its own <laughs> that's its own podcast. Is uh, yeah, yeah. Daenerys's quick descent into the Mad Queen is fucking bullshit. <laughs> wow, spoilers. <laughs> But uh, let's talk more about the Batman. Sure, yes. I'm a. Uh, if he if he is Harvey Dent, Two Face, like I think that's really cool casting, and I'm excited. Yeah. He's also married to Maggie Gyllenhaal. That's fantastic. Which I'm like, guys. Just have her have a cameo. Stop! Stop! <laughs> I need men to stop falling in love with Maggie Gyllenhaal. She's not worth half your face. <laughs> 
It's true. She's cost... In total, she's cost one face. A whole face? <laughs> How do you sleep at night, Maggie? <laughs> I, the <laughs> I hope they do acid. I hope it's not uh, fire. Yeah. Well, I don't know, like... I want acid. If we're going to see an origin, or if they're going to flashback to an origin, or if he's just going to be Two-Face in it, and they'll talk about how he was district attorney. Yeah. Like, I don't need, necessarily, to see his origin again. Um, it could be, like, a... It could be a flashback, and they could do it like Tommy Lee Jones, where they just show news footage. And they're like, oh, yeah, Batman was in the courtroom. Just chilling. <laughs> I love the idea. God, he's just sitting <laughs> Batman there. Batman just, like, sitting there. <laughs> in the that suit. suit. That big rubber suit. Watching this court case yeah, go watching on. the proceedings and, like, taking notes. <laughs> yeah, that was... I wouldn't mind the... If he's a character witness. <laughs> he's on the stand. called onto the stand. <laughs> I, uh... I wouldn't mind, uh, if, yeah, they did something like that, just a flashback, you could do the acid in the face, the courtroom, sure, cool. whatever. I'd be fine with it. I would, yeah, I would love to see that as just, like, a, a vignette. Yeah, because it, I'm excited, the cast looks so good, it looks like all actors who actually want to do it. I'm so fucking excited about this movie, Zach. I know. I can't even tell you. I am too. Um, and what they've been talking about, they're these, um, I guess they're rumors, because, like, until the movie comes out, it's all rumor. But about how there are scenes in Arkham Asylum. Yes. And them talking about, like, Long Halloween as an influence and, like, having the Riddler in this movie. I think I texted you about You this. did. My big bet is that the Riddler is going to be filling, like, the Calendar Man role from Long Halloween. And the Batman's going to be, like, visiting him in Arkham to, like, talk through this case. So it'd be, like, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. And I think uh, that would be a really cool use of the Riddler. Yeah. Because, like, the thing with the Riddler... They were talking about it back in the Nolan days. After the, they were like, well, how do you do the Riddler and make him like different than the Joker? Well, you just don't do Jim Carrey. Yeah. Well, I just mean like I mean that Joker, like the uh, the Ledger Joker. Oh. Um. Because yeah, they they could so totally be different. I think this is a really cool way to do it. Like if you yeah. have him as this, uh, I don't know. Because Joker never like looked like he was ten steps ahead of you. He just kind of... He just was. He just always was. <laughs> he just was. But, like... <laughs> Magically Riddler, was. The thing about Riddler is he wants to, like, beat it over your head that he's, a like, 100 steps ahead of you. Yeah, and that's it, his, like, his strength, but also, like, his biggest flaw is, like... Yeah. He's got such a chip on his shoulder about proving that he's smarter than everybody else. Yeah, and that's what, like, he... That's why he's always drops the ball against Batman is because he, like, does things out of character. Yeah. But it... Yeah, that'd be cool. And, like I said, I think I replied to you is I would be super fascinated because he's, like, locked up that hardcore. Yeah. To be, like, he actually did the uh, like the No Man's Land that they just did. That would be interesting. Where, like, that was... The that, zero year thing. Yeah, zero year. Where that would be... That would be a really cool thing because Robert Pattinson's young enough where that could have happened. Mm-hmm. And, like, he that would add such a layer to their relationship already. Yeah. Is like Riddler beat him once and then Batman eventually did beat him and locked him up, but he has that over him. Yeah. And like, that's why he's locked up so hardcore. That would be fun to see. That would be fun to see. I'd be curious to, my only like question with that is like, it's such a big like thing. Yeah. Like a big, like ostentatious sort of blockbustery thing to allude to. And I feel like this movie is going to be a little bit more low key than that, but uh, uh, who knows? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be like full zero year where like the plants take over, but they could do what Gotham did, which was just have the bridges blow up. Mm-hmm. Like he just, he demolished all the bridges and like, that's a, that's a pretty low key way to do it. And like, it could be enough years have passed, bridges are rebuilt, but like he did cut off Gotham entirely yeah. and like beat Batman once. And that's why he's so hardcore locked up. 
I do want to see him at least for a scene in a green suit with that green like, yeah, bowler they, hat. They could even do flashbacks to allude to it and Purple then have him in the... mask. Yeah. I want the whole deal. They probably will do it. I ho- I really hope like he goes with a, an aesthetic that's slightly more it's comic booky. I think it's going to be it's going to be very long Halloween. I think that's what the, it's going to look like. I'm Obviously excited. modernized long yeah. Halloween. I'm excited to see that. I hope Two Face has that black and white suit. That's my favorite Two Face look. I could definitely see that. Yeah. And like, because it, it's it's very like again they the first thing they ever let out about this movie is it's a noir detective film. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, you have to like put a palette over everything, and that's why I think the blue and gray suit could still work. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be the Nolan armor. I yeah. think it's going to be something. Uh... Something different. I, w- I really want to see a more fabric-y suit. I think it's going to be that. Like I'm telling you, look at those Captain America suits and the way they're put together. Yeah. Uh, that's 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 the way, that's a way to go, for sure. Yep. And the and the what Robert Pattinson's training in fight-wise is very close quarters. Like, I think it's going to be shot very... Immediately, I thought of, like, Daredevil. All of the please, fight scenes in Daredevil. Please make it like Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. Some of the best fight scenes ever where you're, like, physically exhausted watching it. Though, like, the biggest issue I have with the entire Batman franchise is they've never captured this like world's greatest martial artist kind of aspect of him and like Nolan's Batman like you know beat everybody up in the room but it's always painful to watch it's 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 so boring to watch and like begins they did this thing where it was like he was trying to disorient you so you felt like one of the guys Batman's fighting. Yeah. So like all these super quick cuts and like before you know it everybody's on the ground you're like what the fuck happened? Yeah. And that was like a take then everybody fucking complained about it. So in I dark liked it too. in dark I liked it too but in dark night they like pull the camera back and you yeah. just see how embarrassingly like weird and slow. It's cuz the suit the suit <laughs> yeah. is impossible to do like that's if you go back to every single Batman movie the suit's been the hardest obstacle. Yeah. Well it's weird like I think the best fight scene in a Batman movie is the Tim Burton Batman, where he's fighting all the dudes in, like, that alley. Uh, which one? The first one? The first one. After he falls off the line. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. how much do you weigh? And she's like, 108 pounds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do know. And, yeah. then, it, Snaps. and then he drops. You down. lied. <laughs> yeah, you weigh a little more than 108. Um, and he's fighting all those dudes. And, like, they cut around the suit, but they're still, like, he kicks high. And, yeah. You know, he's, fight, he's throwing them around and... It's competent, and I think that's the best it's fight hard. scene in a Batman movie. It's every interview is like the suit is the most difficult thing because t- literally until Dark Knight, yeah. they, he couldn't turn his neck. I know that's insane to yeah. think about. They also do something really cool in that fight scene that I didn't appreciate till I was older, which he's taking pictures while he's fighting, and the flashbulbs time up with the strike, so it's like an Adam West homage. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. he hits somebody, and the flashbulb goes off. Yep, that's cool. pretty smart. I would like something like that too, but it's a uh, let's. Such a bummer because my favorite scene in Begins is the uh, cargo docks when he's just taking them, yeah, one by one, and like that was cool because it was very like a monster movie. Yeah, it was like a horror movie, and like these guys are just getting picked apart, and then like he just toys the last one. Yeah, my favorite part in Begins is the uh, when he goes to Arkham Asylum and they're making the uh, the fear toxin in the basement. Oh yeah, and he like shuts all the lights down, and there's all these noises, and there there's that line where he goes like he's here, and they're yep. like who, and he's like the Batman. I'm like that's fucking dope. <laughs> he's so excited. And to all see- the guys are like, I heard he can disappear. I heard he can fly. And I was yeah. Like, oh man, this is my favorite shit. <laughs> I do love when he's just an urban legend. Yeah. And that's what I did like it. But going back to Snyder, but that uh that was my favorite part of that Batman was mm-hmm. he developed such a hard urban legend. Yeah. That like I like the cops talking about him in the beginning. Yeah. Where uh. 
I think they like see him or whatever, mm-hmm. and like the older cop goes, "Let's just let's just hang back a little bit." Yeah, my favorite Batman movie or moment in uh, Batman v Superman isn't even in the theatrical cut; it's in the director's cut, and it's when they're looking at security footage after he breaks into LexCorp. Oh yeah, and he just like drops from the ceiling and grabs that guy and goes back up. Yep, that's it. Yep, <laughs> that's that's the best fucking thing. <laughs> the director's cut's really good of uh, Batman vs Superman. It's better. Yes. It is. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, sorry. It's better. <laughs> it's not really good, but it's better. It does illustrate like that little moment. Like that should have been the big Batman scene in that movie is him infiltrating LexCorp. Yeah. And not that like ridiculous Batmobile chase. <laughs> It's so hard, because, like, with Batman, the, the perfect way to capture Batman is less is more. Mm-hmm. Because that's how he operates. He's never going to be flashy. So it's like, how do you balance that really well? Yeah. And, like, the things that uh, 89 Batman does well is, like, that intro is him, like, oh, my God, like, just the guy freaking out, don't kill me, because I just want I'm you to... Batman. Yeah. <laughs> tell your friends about me. Yeah. And just... He's waging a PR campaign more than anything <laughs> in that movie. But... Little things like that, and again, like the uh, cargo dock scene, like you don't see him, you mm-hmm. just see like the cape. Yeah. You see like somebody get dra- like dragged up. You see like little things like that. The guy get pulled into that shipping container. Oh, God, so good, <laughs> it gives me chills. And like, so it's so hard to do that because that's where like the fight between Superman and Batman is so hard because Superman's like the opposite. Yeah. Well, what was cool? Have you ever read John Burns uh, Man of Steel reboot from the eighties? Like when they did the comic book. Po- Crisis? Is this the most recent one? No, this was um, like 1985, 86. Okay. So they did Crisis on Infinite Earths because DC continuity was a mess and they wanted to be more like Marvel. They've rebooted it like six times. Yeah, yeah. this was the first reboot and it was the, the one that worked. Yeah, okay. Um, it established a continuity that we all love and wish was still intact. Yeah. Um, but so he rebooted Superman um, and it was right around the time that um, like Miller came in and he did year one. So they were like establishing oh, these new histories for these characters. Um, but he does a first meeting of Batman and Superman and it's Superman showing up in Metropolis cause he's heard about this Batman. And he like, doesn't like the way he does business. Oh, like, oh, you mean Gotham? He's, yeah, that's right. Okay. Sorry. Um, he shows up in Gotham and he's like, like, I'm going to take care of this Batman. I don't like vigilantes. Oh, like, okay. You're a, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but there's this whole thing where Batman tells him like, Oh, I, I knew I'd run into you. So I have this, it's stupid, but he's like, I have this like, uh, emitter in my belt if you touch me it's going to set off a bomb somewhere in the city and kill an innocent person and superman's like you're a piece of shit i can't believe you would do this um and then they sort of end up having to work together to solve a crime and then um at the end superman's like there's still this issue of this bomb and he knows like batman's telling the truth because he's listening to his heartbeat yeah. and all that shit and batman's like oh yeah and he takes the bomb from his belt and he's like i was the innocent person and then, like, just hands the bomb to Superman. And Superman's like, well, I still think you're kind of an <laughs> asshole, but, uh, you know, this one goes to you. Yeah. And they take off. <laughs> That's a good one. And then the, uh, probably the, one of the best interactions between Batman and Superman is the animated movie. Oh, yeah. It's so good. That is, that should have been the template for Batman v I Superman. wanted them to allude to that so bad. Yeah. And because it's got, it's so perfect. It's got one of the best Batman moments of all time. Because uh, when they first meet, Superman looks through his mask and he's like, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he goes, that's cheating. Yeah, and then <laughs> later, Superman, like, goes back to his apartment and changes into his PJs. <laughs> <laughs> Superman PJs? Yeah, and he looks at his costume on his cape. There's a little bat-shaped Track. tracker, and then he, like, uses telescopic vision, like, a few rooftops away, and Batman's, like, watching him, and he, like, gives him a little salute. Yep. I'm like, that's it. That's perfect. Yeah. And, like, they almost, if... 
Batman vs Superman works some things around. They could have done that. Yeah. Because like they had the whole meeting outside of costumes, mm-hmm. like that that party that Lex has. That that part's pretty good. Yeah. If, if except for Heisenberg's Luther, <laughs> like that scene is that I, scene works. Has he talked about it? Has he? Has Jesse Eisenberg talked about? He's being, talked about how he wants to come back, but he doesn't think he will. <laughs> I think it's I think it's one of those things that like I I'm really curious with these good actors because he's a good actor. When they do a performance that they watch it and they go that didn't work. Did you? I wonder what happens. Well, so he he has like at the time done interviews where he talked about his performance, and he said he based his uh, interpretation of Lex Luthor on Max Landis. That's fascinating. I think that's really fucking interesting because he did that movie, um, American Ultra. Yeah. That Max Landis wrote, so he like met him. That's so interesting. And you can really see it. Like if you have that in your head, while especially you're watching all the it. shit that hit, went on with him. Yeah, but uh, well, this, just this like like shitty hyperactive guy who thinks he's smarter than everybody. Else. He does like I mean, like <laughs> I get where that Lex was going. It's yeah. a Lex that's modern times, right? That's that's. I get it. I, I get just, it. Like, it's basically like he was he. It was another Social Network performance. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it makes but his sense. Social Network performance would have worked Each, yeah. better. I yeah, <laughs> I think it was a fine line from because like it makes sense for Lex to not be about real estate in the 21st century yeah well no i want like lex luther from superman the animated series i want this like evil businessman lex luther yeah it could have been that i think it was just it him like looking like he could run the social network company yeah makes sense like and you can do that but his like mannerisms and his yeah it was rough like crazy shifts of tone of voice i didn't like that he was the son like he wasn't lex Luther, he was Lex Luther's kid. Yeah. So I didn't like that. That immediately was like they should have just went. No, this is Lex now. And then it started all those like fan theories, like oh, he's not the real Lex Luther. Like the dad's gonna show up and it's gonna be Brian Cranston and we're all gonna be happy. <laughs> they should have went that. They should have just you know done something else to begin with. That one, once that that was the biggest rumor that broke my heart was that Brian Cranston for Lex Luther was fucking perfect. It did like it. It makes sense, but it made me laugh at the time because I was like, oh, you just like. He's a guy who shaved his head in Breaking Bad. media before. <laughs> and you're He'd all, be different than Breaking Bad, which is and, nice. And you're all just like, oh, him. Um, but he would have been great. I think it, more for like the his the way that Brian Cranston goes so dark in Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. so quick. Yeah. Like when he snaps, it's like, fucking whoa. Uh, so like seeing that just all the time, but in like it would be different because he's not like a guy who's fighting cancer, he's a teacher, yeah. finding this dark side. It'd be he's mastered this dark side. He's a successful businessman. Yeah. Why well, do like the idea of Alex Luther who sees himself as the hero is what I really want to see. And that would have been I think he could have done yeah, that well. And he's just like why, why am I the only one who can see why this is a problem? This fucking alien is showing up, solving all of our problems. Yeah. Like, it was we're not weird. doing things for ourselves, and that is going to be what destroys us. It was super weird how they did. They lost the translation because I feel like Batman was Lex. Yeah, a little bit too much. Yeah. But, like, we talked about this before, and you made this really excellent point that, like, Batman should have been retired, and the Metropolis incident is what should have brought him out of retirement. And yeah. It would have made the movie make so much more sense. Yeah. it. Like, the story they told would have made more sense with that point. But also, like, Superman is such a nothing in that movie. And yeah. he should have been, like, had a little bit more of an active role. Because they cut out all this stuff where he's, like, going to Gotham and learning about what a fucking maniac Batman is. Which is great. Uh, Which is, I don't know why they cut that out. It has layers to the... Because yeah. it builds up, it also builds up the drama between them. 
Yeah, and it also like would have made sense. Like, why is he just now concerned about it if Batman's been active this whole time? Yeah, because like, yeah, if he was just entirely <laughs> dormant, driving around in a car that looks like him. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like the Joker on the news and shit, and everybody's like, I don't know if Batman's real. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, it would have been yeah that yeah I know exactly what you're talking about where both <laughs> Batman and Joker dormant exactly like and uh, that would have been great. Yeah, and it makes sense because yeah they're live and like happening yeah. and it would have like you would have been able to explain away like batman why this new murderous batman hasn't just killed all his rogues yeah that's another thing too it's like they're all alive still see that's uh, back to like the actors who like do their roles get not how they think yeah i am so curious to see jared leto's joker like above all else i also want to see it like a original director's whatever cut of suicide squad oh yeah where man. his joker is actually fleshed out and like makes sense because you can tell that's real. Yeah. And, like, you could tell he's actually pissed. I want to see all the stuff that they cut out of the Joker. Even if it's bad, I want to see it. I want to see it. I, like, because, like, what they gave us was, like... It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And, like, he's so pissed. Like, those reports of, like, yeah. they were going to do, like, oh, we're going to do Joker again, but, you know, it's going to be a different story. But and now he gets to be Michael Morbius. True. So, <laughs> I'm that's sure true. that movie will be great. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's fine. Like, I don't think he's going to be the problem with him. No. A Morbius movie. And, like, I was so pumped when he, I found out he was Joker. I'm yeah, like, oh, this is cool. fantastic. And yeah. I'm like, he could go so many different ways with it. And, like, it just, you can see what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And then you, you can just see how they butchered it. There are moments with that Joker that I really, really like. Yeah. He's just a different Joker, and I'm fine with it. Because yeah. if you watch cartoons, dude, there's, like, so many different Jokers. Oh, yeah. And, like, they'll work. But you know what Joker I really love is uh, do you see the animated uh, Red Hood movie? Yes, I love that Joker. That take on the Joker. Uh, who's the voice actor? I think it's John Fut- DiMaggio. Who it does is John the DiMaggio. Voice of Bender from uh, Futurama. He does Bender from Futurama, and he does the uh, what's that other cartoon that is trendy? Not not Rick and Morty Adventure Time. Oh, okay. He's the dog in Adventure Time. But he's got that awesome moment where like Black Mask is bra- taking him out of uh, Arkham. Yeah. And they're meeting, and he like breaks that glass and kills all the dudes. Yep. And he's just like, okay, I'll take the job. I'm gonna need some guys, not these guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John DiMaggio. He's done uh, Joker a few times. He's really good. Uh, he's actually like on the uh, they they have like the tiers of like actual jo- Joker actors. Yeah. And he's up there. He's great, and he he has really cool modulation where, like, he can be a really gleeful Joker, but go also, like, immediately, like, really scary. Yeah. Um, and that's my, my favorite uh, Heath Ledger Joker thing, too, is um, there's that... We are watching that video where he's captured that fake Batman. Oh, yeah. And he's talking to him, and he's, like, got that crazy, like, sing-songy... Like, Ledger's Joker, um, his voice, most of the time, I feel like he's... His thing is he's, like, a super unhinged dangerous guy who's like trying to do an impression of a nice person and that's that's what this voice is <laughs> it's like him trying to be like patient. he's like he's trying to be yeah like he's trying to sound normal or something like that. i love that. it so much but then he's like talking to the guy and he's like look at me look at me yep. and i feel like that's the real him in that moment like yeah. he's fucking like mm. just like he's so frustrated with everybody yep. and it's so perfect and i love that he directed those scenes Mm-hmm. Like Heath did. He, like he held the camera and he. Did. Yeah, he like he he like Nolan didn't direct the Joker alone scenes. That's mm-hmm. all Heath did. It makes so much sense because why not just give it to Heath who can capture what he wants anyways? Yeah. Instead of like having Nolan try to imagine what Heath would want. That's why that role is gonna be so hard to beat now. That's the other thing you too. You just have to do it different. You just have it, to do it. And different I think thing. that's why Leto went so he went so right turn. Yeah. 
Because his biggest thing, like, coming off of Ledger, especially the fact that he died. So now the role, not only did he fucking kill it, it's, there's a death with it. Yeah. And so now there's, like, an extra tenderness wrapped around an amazing performance. Mm-hmm. And so it makes sense. When I saw Leto's Joker, I'm like, I get why. Yeah. Because you can't have anything close to yeah. what Leto did. Well, that's, like, also, like, my thing with uh, Phoenix Joker. Like, I feel like it's too close. Yeah. And it's never going to be... They should have... I guess what they should have done with Leto's is they should have just leaned into the animated series for inspiration. And that would have been amazing. I really want to see a Joker now that's, like, closer to, like, a Marshall Rogers look. Um, I'll have to Google it real quick. Keep going. Have you ever read the story, like, The Laughing Fish? Um, they did an adaptation of it for an episode of the animated series. But, yes, I knew that it sounded familiar. Um, but like the idea, his Joker looks a little bit more like a guy, and less like an insane like caricature. Or um, have you seen those pictures where they talk about the original inspiration of the Joker? That movie, The Man Who Laughs. Oh, like the okay, I know which one you're talking about. Like yeah. the very OG. Like this is very original Joker. Yeah, and I feel like that's something like they kind of tilted towards with Nicholson. Yeah. But, um, like, like this, this I, one, right? um, no, that's Neil Adams. Oh, Google lied to me. Uh, here, let me, what's the name again? It's Marshall. Marshall Rogers. Rogers. That's why I fucked up the name. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie. <what the? laughs> so this one, chiming in, uh, that's what Google's telling me here. Let me, let me get in here. Talk for a second. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Now I have it, because this is actually the laughing fish, because he has fishes in his hands. Yes. Okay, got it. We're good. Like, that kind of joker, or, like, the man who laughs. Like, the, I want to... I have, like, a joker who's, like, just bumming around Gotham City. He's just, like, this weird murderer, or... Kind of like a Jack the Ripper thing? Yeah. Okay. I think that's a take you could go to, or, um, like, this joker, like, from the very first appearance where he's like announcing his crimes mm-hmm. and then the police are trying to stop him and he's like oh I poisoned this person 24 hours ago so they just drop dead in front of the cops and they're like what the fuck happened yeah you know if this Joker actually you know where he's gonna live is if this if the Batman is successful yeah. this is the Joker they'll have this is it because that's the, what I want the cast the setting like this is and very... that's the bat suit I want too yeah <laughs> this is this scene right here is probably what you'll get that's exactly what I want so oh my god what if they get uh the other Skarsgård. Why am I spacing on his name now? Alexander Skarsgård? No, no, no. Uh, it. Oh. To be another evil clown? Yeah. Like, I, I'm i fine with it. I'm just going with, like, that's... <laughs> Bill? Bill Bill. yeah. Bill? <laughs> Bill? Uh, yeah, I mean, he'd be another evil clown, but... Put him in Joker makeup? Yeah, no, you're totally right. And, like, he would be fantastic. Yeah, he'd be... Okay. I don't know if he would do it for that reason. I, he'd be, like... he'd Yeah, he'd be, feel like he's getting typecasted, but he's, like, a great fit. Yeah. Um, especially that fucking smile he can do. Mm-hmm. But, because, uh, yeah, he'd be a lunatic. I, again, I just... This going to be interesting to see if this movie touches on Joker at all. Yeah. I, you know, I hope they give the Joker a rest. <laughs> a little bit. A breather. I can go, I can go another few years, though. And that, that's probably what it's going to be, because we're not going to get, we're not going to get Batman until 2021. 20, so next... We're going to say next year. Like, the soonest the sequel would be is, like, 23. So, I wish Warner Brothers had pumped a break on this room. Uh, the Joker sequel got canceled, by the way, or got shot down, that rumor. Yeah, well, I feel like it never, like, was... 
it, actually happened. No, like, it he, was like one Todd person, Phillips came out and he was like, "No, we're not actually talking." Yeah, about like this. a couple sites like IGN and stuff got really excited and just ran it, and then like yeah, a few hours later, like, "Oh, just kidding." They don't make a sequel to that movie. It doesn't need. It doesn't one. make sense. It doesn't. And like you said, the Joker needs to breathe now. Like yeah. you need to let the Joker rest because if Bat, if the Batman's successful and creates a great world where he can live in, like, yeah. then we need to start looking towards that future, which we're looking at, again, like, 2023, 2024. Yeah. That's a great time for the Joker to breathe. And by that time, we'll have a whole batch of new actors that could probably take on the role, too. hmm And then give us... And we could see the world it's going to be, too. Yeah, just seeing the casting that Matt Reeves is doing now, like, I'd be really curious to see who he would get as, as Joker. Someone who nobody's expecting. That's... I mean... His entire casting has been like people I never like, except for uh, Zoe Kravitz. You called that, but I wish I could see a a young Willem Dafoe as Joker. Oh, those like fan arts of him and Joker is mm. so fucking perfect. The closest we'll ever get it was uh, him as Green Goblin. <laughs> he was Joker. <laughs> he was just doing a Joker. A little bit. Um, he was like he was one of the people in the mix when uh the Burton Batman movie was first coming together. It makes sense. Yeah. Like, him and Jack Nicholson make sense for Joker. Him, uh, I think David Bowie. I could see that. It definitely would have been a way to go. Tim Curry. Evil Clown? Yeah. Another Evil Clown? <laughs> but this would have been before. Oh, so yeah. then it would have been another Evil Clown. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he was good at, he was good at it. So I don't, that, that's, that works for me because he was such a good it. I wonder if he would have taken it. Kind of yeah. like the Bill Skarsgård thing. Yeah. Well, like, you know, he was hired uh, to do the voice in the animated series. And they ended up... Uh, it, I, be, I can believe that. It ended up not working out. And there's, like, different takes on it. Like, some, like there's some, like, fan bullshit where they're like, oh, he was too scary. I was like, probably not. <laughs> but Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it'd be too scary. But, uh, but hey, we got Mark Hamill, so. Yeah, revitalized Mark Hamill's career. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, now he's... That's a like, whole new, yeah. Some people just know him as that. And, like, I'm a, I'm a little bummed that uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth isn't going to have him as Joker at least once. Not that we know of. Not that we know of. That's true. Because Kevin Conroy, like... Yeah. And he came back and he played the trickster on an episode of Flash. Yes, he did. So, like, he's not above that. No. You know what I he mean? He would love it, probably. I Especially with Kevin Conroy as Bruce. be so excited. Even if it's, like, not, like, in that, like... Uh, I would lose my fucking mind. Like, the Kingdom Come world, like, I think Joker's dead. Yeah, he got shot... He got obliterated by Magog. Yeah. So he's dead. But if they just... LOL, he's just fucking locked up. He's a vegetable because Batman's no longer a thing. Yeah. And, like, he's just in a loony bin, just in the makeup. He doesn't have to say anything. Yeah. Just knowing he's there would oh, be Oh, you gotta let sweet. him say something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they'd if work that Hamel, in. you got Hamill, like, the whole deal is the voice. That's true. So I guess he would have to say something. Yeah. They could have some sort of just quick scene between him and Bruce. Yeah. Uh, Conroy in that, uh, like, Exo. Oh, my God. What if Bruce still visits him? Like, Ooh. in the loony bin? Like, because... Well, I mean, like, they... only friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the comics talk on that they a just, lot. They just get each other. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, my favorite scene in uh, 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 Dark Knight uh, Returns. Is their fight. Mm-hmm. And then they're in both the tun- there. In the Tunnel of Love. Yeah, in the Tunnel of Love, and they're both just laying there dying, basically. And, mm-hmm. like, they kind of just realize they've done this so long that they truly are the only, like, yeah. each other's they're half. each other have. Yeah. <laughs> they are the same person. They just do different things. Yep. So that'd be so fascinating to know he like visits him still. God. Jackson, why aren't we producers? We can just produce all the Batman content we want. That makes sense. I have my notebook with all my notes <laughs> for a Batman script. We've come up with so many good ideas on this podcast that I just get sad. <laughs> like we say them and they go, that's cool. And then I sit here for a minute and go, 
It's never going to happen. <laughs> Wait, what if you won the lottery? <laughs> I don't know if that's going to do it. <laughs> I don't like, care how much money we have. We're not going to be able to buy the rights for Batman. <laughs> we're in a time right now where the Flash movie's pissing me off because they have the perfect Batman for the Flashpoint Batman and they're just sleeping on it. Yeah. Well, like, even, like, strip it down, make a basic Flash movie. I'm annoyed that they haven't done that, especially since Ezra Miller, like, roped Grant Morrison in to co-write a script yeah, he's, with him. Yeah, he wants to do it. Grant Morrison. Yeah. Writing a script for The Flash. I know. Like, there's the, the it's so frustrating because they casted all these actors who are excited about these characters. Yeah. Like, look what happens when you give a, an actor who's passionate about the character, like, full reign. You get Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds beating the drum for, like, since the fucking X-Men fiasco yeah to do a real deadpool movie and like they're amazing i do yeah all the actors care not a lot of people love deadpool 2 but i think i might like it more than the first one i liked i like deadpool 2 a lot i just love how those movies fucking nail the x-men more than the x-men movies ever did yeah because you but like people are passionate and know what they're doing yeah and like it's so like it's it's amazing just because every actor has cared like uh uh, everybody that they've casted loves their role Mm-hmm. and like want it to be successful and they're just pissed that it's not yeah <laughs> like it's just like this is so stupid <laughs> I don't know if Ray Fisher loves Cyborg but uh <laughs> well so Cyborg sucks yeah Cyborg's hard I'll never be able to understand why they they DC for years now has worked so hard to make Cyborg like one of these iconic Justice League characters and he's just not and if it's about Diversity? Like diversity? They have a flat. John Stewart is such a cool character. They have a Green Lantern who's African American and they're sleeping on it. And or he's a like, cool character. Do something else. Like, there's all these rumors now about how uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan is like pitching Warner Brothers on him as Superman. I'd be down with that. That'd that be sounds down. great. Why not? Like for a long time, I wanted Idris Elba to be Batman. You don't have to conform. You don't have to like find a black character and fit them in. You can just like. Cast Idris Elba as Batman. Yeah. That would be great. Although we are getting now to the point where the way Warner <laughs> Brothers takes so long, Idris, Idris Elba could be uh, uh, Bruce Wayne and Batman Beyond. Well, it sounds rate. like now he's going to be Vigilante. That's the role he's got in Suicide Squad. Oh, that's right. He's in Suicide Squad. I Which is pretty cool. Vigilante's got a really cool suit. So, And I trust James Gunn to just put a cool suit in the movie without trying to adapt it too much. Yeah. Um, some of those behind-the-scenes pictures of uh, the actors in costume and Suicide Squad are pretty fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. Like he's, uh, his Captain Boomerang is Captain Boomerang. And yeah. That's, that's insane to look at. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot there's another Suicide Squad coming. James Gunn, too, and I'm excited about it. I know. That's, he, he, when but Marvel kicked him to the, the curb, he like, <laughs> he like bitter-signed with DC. It's like a fuck you to Marvel. Yeah, now he's doing both. Yeah, they're like, just kidding, come back. Well, apparently after uh, Guardians 3, he's going back to DC to do more shit. And like, there's this... I don't want to get too invested or excited until... <laughs> it happens. After Batman comes out. But... Um, like, there's all this stuff about how there's this new, like, DC universe architecture, and it's, like, Matt Reeves, and it's James Gunn, and it's J.J. Abrams, like, all kind of working together and trying to figure out what to do with this. J.J. Abrams. He didn't do... Who directed Superman Returns? Uh, it was Brian Singer. Brian Singer. Okay. J.J. Um, Abrams wrote a Superman script that didn't get used that was going to be directed by, like, Mick G or Brett Ratner. Like they Mick were gonna do it. rough, <laughs> and that was actually originally where Cavill was in the running for Superman, like years oh, and really? years ago. 
Um, it, was, it was between Superman and Bond for him, too. Yeah. He'd be a good Bond. He'd be a great Bond. He still could be a Bond. Idris Elba would be a great Bond, too. Ugh, that's, it's getting too late. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the trailer for uh, the new Bond? Yes. It looks good. It looks great. I've liked all the Bond. I've liked Daniel Craig's Bonds. They're I fine. liked uh, Casino Royale, and I liked Skyfall. Skyfall was amazing. I thought Spectre was bad. Spec- was it amazing because it was our first date? That's right. Our, my, the first date with my loving wife was the Skyfall. Your choice. It was. Skyfall's great. Film. Casino Royale was great. Casino Royale was really, really good. They, they're they very old school in their themes. Uh, and I really like the themes in this one where he's getting aged out. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's been the last few. Yeah. Like, they've made three movies about he's how, aged like, out. oh, you're not quite James Bond anymore, but at the end they're like, oh, you're officially James Bond. That's it, like, the, the Craig movies are so weird to me because there's, like, Casino Royale where he's... Brand new. Yep. And then there's Skyfall where we're like, oh, you've been doing this too long. And I was yep. like, this is his third movie. Eh, it's not that long. And he went from being like, oh, he's becoming James Bond to be like, oh, he's past being James Bond. And I was like, well, where's the movie where he's just James Bond? <laughs> <laughs> he's just living his best life. Like Sean Connery even gets brought back in a wheelchair for uh, one of his movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that one makes sense. Yeah. What was it? Diamonds are Forever, whatever. He's but like I'm, uh, 70. <laughs> I'm excited about it. I love Carrie Fukunaga. So. She. He. He, sorry, I, um, I just thought of uh, the actress, I can't think of it, who takes, because he gets, like, he's kicked out of, like, the 00 service or whatever, and somebody gets his 007. Yeah, there's a new 007. It's, I can't think of her name. I don't know that actress's name. I'll look it up right now, um, because she's in a few things, and she's, like, really, really good. Um, Ray Fiennes is back as M, that's fun. Yep. I mean, Voldemort? Yeah. <laughs> what is it called again? It's never... Uh, too... You're too late to die or something like that? I don't know. Some Bond thing. The Bond titles the are all The world is great. not enough. Diamonds are forever. Uh, James Bond cast. I'm just going to do that. Because I want to know her name because she's a really good actress. Live and let die. <laughs> Roger Moore got brought back when he was like 72. Roger Moore just... Di- he never came back. He just did it for so, so long. long. Oh He's so old. Like in Octopussy. <laughs> no time to die. No time to die. There you go. And that's his... No. A View to a Kill or Octopussy? Which one's his last one? I don't know. A View to a Kill has a... That has a... a, a oh, no. Christopher Walken. Yep. And Grace Jones. Yep. And Dolph Lundgren. Yep. <laughs> View to a Kill's... Bad. Yes. <laughs> a lot of Roger Moore's movies are... Uh, I think uh, Live and Let Die is the only good Roger Bond oh, Bond movie. That one's really And that one's really a little good. weird because it's like James Bond versus black people the whole movie. Yep. <laughs> it was... Uh, you know, that's fine. Uh, I'm going to get her name. <laughs> Jeffrey Wright. He, he fucks a woman's superpowers out of her. <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, uh, Lashana Lynch. I think that's playing Nami, who takes the 007 title she, from him. What has she been in? Let me look. No, I don't want the app right now. <laughs> she was in Captain Marvel. Oh, she was... Uh, her friend, I think. Monica Rambo. Yep, Maria. Maria Rambo. Oh, her daughter is Monica Rambo. My bad. Uh, so she was in... She is, So that... That is... Yeah, she has the 007... Uh, title, which is really fascinating to that's me, and cool. I think that's super cool because. Uh, but the last three Bond or Craig movies have been him coming out of retirement. The last three, <laughs> the last three Bond movie themes have been really weird because they're trying to walk this line of previous Bond being like kind of a woman abuser and like a user, 
Yeah. And now and they're, they're trying like, to like reckon with this character. They're history. trying. Yeah, they're trying to reckon with strong women. Yeah. And. And it's something you kind of have to do if you want the character to be current. Like you can't. Yeah. They've been doing it since uh, Pierce Brosnan. Like they've been Pierce talking, Brosnan was the, like yeah, the first. They've, they've been talking about like, oh, your shit doesn't work anymore. <laughs> it was because like if you look back at the Roger Moore movies, he's a fucking asshole. He's like abusive and like he yeah. like is. Well, it's so funny because Roger rough. Moore can pull it off because he's so avuncular. <laughs> like he seems like all these girls' dad. <laughs> he was the original daddy. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> And, like, Sean Connery was this real, like... He was very... Like, he was... Brutish, almost. Yeah. Guy. I think he's the closest to, like, what Bond... In the was books. ...was supposed to be in the books, where he was just, like, this... I've like, read a few of the killed books. for the British government. Like, that's yeah. his thing. Yeah, he's fucked up in the books. Like, he's a lot of mental problems in the book. Yeah. Uh, he's, got, he's definitely got, like, PTSD. And yeah, and he hides it by... Uh, drinking and fucking. <laughs> drinking and fucking. He legit hides it. And that's how he suppresses what it. A hero. <laughs> yeah, and it's like... I would love to see a Bond tackled like that, where... Like, you maybe see him, like, have a fucking breakdown. Yeah. Instead of always being, like, the strong... Yeah. Well, I feel like Craig, Craig they do t- tackle that in moments. I love that part in Casino Royale where um he saves Vesper. Yep. But you actually see, like, the aftermath of that where she's, like, fucking freaked out beyond belief and he, like, just sits in the shower with her. Like, they're yep. both fully clothed, like, sitting in the shower. To, yeah, That's just some like, good shit. In shock. Yeah. That movie's so good. It's good. I'm gonna watch that again. Casino Royale's really good. And the uh, the car crash broke a world record. Fun yeah. Fact. It flips so many times that it broke Guinness Book World Records. So many flips. <laughs> it's like, do we keep it? Because he should be dead. But like, it's cool. Looks good. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah, and I'm excited for this one. I, people Have you like... seen uh, Knives Out? No, not yet. Daniel Craig is so good in that. Oh, I love Daniel Craig too. Me too. We're gonna see it soon. I don't know when. It's Maybe. legit. My favorite movie I've seen in the theater this year. That's what I've heard. I've heard it's really, really it's good. Awesome. So I'm excited for it. Because I like the whodunits. And the yeah. last one we saw was that one with Johnny Depp, where they're on the train. Oh, the uh, remake. Murder on the Orient Express. Yes. Yeah. And then, it, spoiler alert I, for that, it turns out it was everyone. I never saw that. Wow. Way to ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's it's a good cheap whodunit, but like you're not really. It's super cheap though. But well, I mean, it's based on um, Agatha Christie, right? Like the ultimate. Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a remake. I guess they just changed who did it to yeah. again. So it's a surprise. It was a team effort. Surprise! <laughs> we all did it. They all hated this motherfucker, which is actually believable. Yep. They all hated Johnny Depp. <laughs> they get it. <laughs> they all took turns killing him. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh no, fine. I don't have to see it. <laughs> it's fine. Congrats. <laughs> I'd say watch it once. If you see it, like, if it comes to a streaming service, and you're like, eh, what am I else going to do? I think they're doing another one. They're doing, um,. I don't remember what the title is, but another Kenneth Kenneth Branagh is doing another one where he's going to play Poirot and oh really like a sequel stuff. yeah that'd be cool yeah you know yeah. I like whodunits do as long it. as it's good yeah nothing's worse than this a whodunit this one's so good <sighs> like knives, if it, knives out first so ten good. minutes you know who did it like that blows because then the whole movie's just great yeah but they really they really turn it on its head good yeah the idea of like a whodunit perfect. He's okay, amnesia. I want to go see it again. <laughs> well, we're going to see it Sunday. So, I'm going to go to my mom's. <sighs> Family's overrated, Jackson. Decorate the tree and stuff. <laughs> what? It's already the 7th of December. What? Our tree's been up. Oh. He's... Well, we're not crazy like you. <laughs> Your tree was up before Thanksgiving. Yes, it was. You're animals. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I like the Christmas lights and I want to live in them as long as I can without like being too weird. I too. We just got our tree last week at my apartment. We went to the lot 
at the uh, the lake in the Sun Valley Mall. Oh. They're like a real tree. <laughs> judging our face. I don't mind a fake tree either. I just, I just wouldn't want it for me. <laughs> God. Polite way to tell you we made a mistake. <laughs> Well, on that note, I think we've been nerdy enough. How long has this been going, producer? A while. Over an hour. <laughs> All right. That's what happens when we don't talk for like another two weeks. So yeah. there it is. Okay. Th- hope you enjoyed this. Hope you stayed. If you did, congratulations. I'll have a medal for you. Yeah. I won't. You've, yeah. you've been threatening me with a medal for seven years. It's on your finger. That's what he calls it. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Girl, you're about to get the medal. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, we end. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.